Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. And today I'd like to share one of the main truths that we know about in finance is that income follows on from assets, so long as an organisation is managing them well. And I believe the same can be said for all teams within an organisation, in particular finance. But as finance professionals, in order to manage our assets so that they generate the most value, we need to know not only what those assets are, but also be able to assess where to improve them. And how many of us actually can say that we know both of those things? I mean, there's a certain irony here because in finance, we're not only expected to track and safeguard all the assets an organization has, but also to accurately value and advise decision makers on how to make them more productive. So can we honestly say that we're all taking some of our own medicine here for ourselves? Uh, well, I mean, given that many of the finance professionals I speak with aren't aware of all of these assets that we have at disposal at our disposal, as well as how to assess whether or not those assets are actually performing well relative to others, then we probably could do with taking some of our own medicine for ourselves. And I actually say it tongue in cheek because our assets and finance are probably intangible and at first glance harder to identify. And also, to be fair, we've probably never really been shown how to think of these assets in a unified, joined up and practical way that works. So I don't think we should be too hard on ourselves because day to day, we're so close to our assets. You know, these come in the form of our compliance checks we carry out or the, the meetings we attend or the policies we write, or the reports we've built, uh, the funds we have to transfer day to day. It can be quite hard to see and distill what all our assets are and how they've been performing with everything else whirling around us. So I've aimed to demystify our finance assets in a practical way that works on the principle that income follows assets. And assets exist in finance teams of all sizes and they can fit into six categories, but the extent to which we're aware of them and how they come together will determine how much value we can actually leverage from them to create for our stakeholders. So as I set up all these assets down to six, the first one is financial analysis. One of the main reasons finance exists in all organizations is that without us, many enterprises, entrepreneurs, business people, uh, would not fully know the extent of their own assets we record on the balance sheet, how to interpret them, how well they're performing relative to others. So we've the technical skills to not only deconstruct an organization's value chain into its value drivers, but to also consolidate these into financial statements of what's going on. We also have an asset around strategic awareness. I mean, our broad view of the full field of play across the business and our ability to join up the dots to produce value and be able to provide valuable advice of what a financial analysis means going forward for value creation and articulate those findings of the business to the right decision makers is a key asset some of us probably don't even consider, stop to consider that we have. Now, one that we're perhaps not as good as we should be on, but we need to improve it as an asset because those of us doing it well, it's a massive asset for them, is social intelligence. You know, this is generally weak because it requires less technical, more softer skills. However, if should we find the ability to tune into what our stakeholders deem important, put ourselves in their shoes, adapt our responses so we deliver on what they want in the most effective way in order to improve our level of influence with them, 
then we can say that we should see some income coming from that asset. Also being engaged on commercials. Our access to the key decision makers allows us to engage them on those decisions that have the most commercial impact on driving value for our businesses. Here we anticipate what it is that they will need to be successful and to ensure our organization is aligned to deploy and support those solutions for value creation. Uh, the penultimate asset is tech and data savvy. In finance, we've traditionally been the only ones with access to financial transaction level data. But nowadays, we're beginning to leverage cognitive computing technologies to access and combine these with non-financial data, automate some of our lower level workloads to free up more time and use the latest applications to put our insights and influence to practice via visualization tools, advanced modeling, machine learning, and so on and so on and so on, again, delivering value for our organizations. And finally, one of my favorite assets, or probably is my favorite asset, is a sparring partner. Our perceived integrity, independence, and objective point of view that we've gained from years and years of supplying consistent and accurate insights to the organization allows us to credibly hold up a mirror to our organization, which a lot of other departments don't have as an asset, and that allows us to balance those short-term pressures to not only balance short-term pressures, but also ensure that decisions are made in the interest of the longer-term value creation of our organizations. So you are probably aware of most of these assets to so give yourself some credit, but how do you know you're performing them in the most productive way possible so that you gain in relevance and solve meaningful problems for your organizations? Well, that's why we bring on guest mentors to our Strength in the Numbers show to share with you their stories and hard-won lessons that they've pr practically figured out on how to leverage their assets and strengths to contrib contribute even more value in their organizations and to help you learn how to leverage your strengths in the numbers faster. You can listen into them and learn what they're doing well, what's working for them and what's not, so that you can have a fun, rewarding and successful career as a finance professional and also contribute additional value back to your organizations. So look, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please let your friends and colleagues know about it. And please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud and YouTube. That way you can keep up to date with all the latest guest mentor interviews as well as these Monday memos. So that's enough for me this week. So until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.